0: You're listening to the Power of a Cookie Podcast, episode number seven.
1: Welcome to the Power of a Cookie
0: Podcast. See how cookie decorators are using cookies to make the world better, one cookie at a time. Good morning, everybody. We are here today with the famous Autumn Carpenter. I'm so excited you're here,
1: Autumn. Well, thank you for having me. It was really an honor to be invited. I've been listening to all of your podcasts. So um, this is really cool to be part of that. So thanks again for having me. Well,
0: Thank you. I'm enjoying the podcast series. I mean, really, I've enjoyed everybody I talked to. i learned so much about them. And I can't wait to learn more about you. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Now, I heard from, I don't know, maybe I read it online or in one of your books or something. How did you get started in cookies and cakes and all things sweet?
1: Well, I've been around it my whole life. My grandparents started the business Country Kitchen Sweet Art, which sells cake and candy making supplies and cookie decorating supplies. And um, they actually started as catering, and then that grew into wedding cakes, and then that grew into people wanting to know how she did it, in classes, and from there they just started bringing in supplies. So I've grown up with that. That was started in the 60s, and I'm not quite that old yet, so uh, <laughs> I wasn't born in the 60s. So uh, I was, so oh, it's okay. <laughs> Well, you look fabulous. So. Well, in 69, so I barely. Oh, made you it, barely. But, yeah, yeah. yeah barely and I'm right. It. I'm, I'm okay right there behind you. So okay, it's good. not. It's barely <laughs> 670. Um, but yeah, so I've been around it my whole life. And um, then when they retired, my parents took over and they started a shipping department where they would ship all over the country and eventually all over the world. And um, I really didn't want anything to do with the business when I was young, you know, and went to college for a little bit and thought, you know, I'm not liking this. I'm a kind of a homebody and miss my parents and came back after a little bit and decided that the business really wasn't that bad. And I've always been into art and appreciated art and loved doing crafts and that type of thing. So I would work at Country Kitchen. And then one day I sat and I was looking through Better Homes and Gardens has this cookie decorating magazine. I think they still do it every year. It's like a holiday Christmas Christmas cookie magazine. Yeah, I think they and, do too. Yeah. And this was back early 90s. And they were talking about a family who would get together and paint cookies every Christmas. And I'm like, you know, I've always liked painting. That, I can kind of do that. And from there, I have been making cookies ever since. And cookies are my favorite. I do cakes and candies, but I always come back to cookies. And and I know there's a lot of cookie decorators who are that same way, who started out doing cakes for friends and family and things like that and started doing cookies. And then once you do that, you don't want to go back to cakes again because, <laughs> and you know, what's funny is people always tell me that, oh, I just don't have patience for cookies. And I'm like, I just don't have patience for cake and baking. Yeah. And, it takes so much longer to do it, a cake. In my opinion, it does I for me. So too, And it's like with cookies there's a little bit of gratification quicker whereas a cake you have to wait till it's all done to get the sense of accomplishment but absolutely you know it's everybody has their own favorite and cookies are definitely mine so I know I know that
0: you do things with cookies I see you like on Craftsy and in your books I love your cookie books and oh my goodness I'm just hooked but I see that you don't stick to just royal icing you use all kinds of different mediums to cover your cookie with like what's your
1: favorite is there a favorite It really changes um, depending on my mood that day. I probably always go back to the roll or the royal icing. It's just the clean look that you get with that. But I do enjoy playing with textures with fondant, and you can you can get a lot of cookies done quicker. I think with fondant, Um, there's a cost prohibitive a little bit with that, but um, there's so much you can do with that.
0: And I noticed that you have a website because I was researching you a little bit and, you know, just trying to find out a little bit more about you to see if maybe you had a new good book coming out is the main reason I was looking. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> but I did see that you have a web page and what I'm going to do, you know, besides Country Kitchen Sweetheart, I'm going to put all the links and the podcast on, you know, the page on, on the Power of a Cookie so people can find you. But on there, I was looking and I saw that you have these ARC tools and that you can do fondant. Can you tell me something
1: about those? Yeah. So what you're talking about is my kind of my distributing and manufacturing site. Yes. So as my parents took over, we started to see a need for tools to be developed. And as I was researching that and starting to go into manufacturing tools, um, I thought using the name Country Kitchen may not be the best simply because we have a lot of um, friends that have cake decorating stores. And if we market it as country kitchen, they're going to see that as um, almost like competition. We're putting in products with our name, trying to sell the retail when that's not really our goal. It's to get our products all over the market and different retail shops. And we didn't want people to be turned off, you know, just because they might think we're trying to compete with them and bring people to our site instead of theirs. And that's not our goal at all. I have so many friends who have businesses and, um, you know, working with them is is a good time, and I didn't want to um, ruin that. But anyways, back to the manufacturing when we saw a need, and so we started developing tools. And I didn't know what to use for a name, so I my husband's like, "Well, just use your name," and I'm like, "Oh, I don't I don't know. That just seems weird." <laughs> but I did, and so then we started manufacturing tools and um, under the Autumn Carpenter Design brand, and then. This was in the past few years, I decided that, well, I'd have a lot of my cake decorating friends come to me and say, you know, you should do this or you should do that. And I'm like, well, if I'm going to do that, it's your idea. So then why can't we use your name on it? And so I started partnering with other um, people who do cake decorating and um, I give them a royalty and I use their name. So that's another brand I have and it's called Sweet Elite Tools
0: that is so smart i mean because yeah you want to give them credit and and that's just awesome because they're giving you ideas i mean that's brilliant
1: yeah it's a it's a good partnership and um so yeah they just tell me what they want to do we do all the manufacturing for them, and all that i ask is they just promote it and give me some pictures to put on the packaging so it's their work that's on the packaging And it's, it's been a lot of fun.
0: That is so smart. And I love the fact that you're doing this because you know, anybody out there that decorates anything, you know, I hate to say this, but you're only as good as your tools. If you don't have tools to do things, like if you don't have tools to work with fondant, I mean, it's really difficult. Like my favorite is that ball tool because I just want to go around the edge of every flower or whatever. Sometimes I kill it because I'm just like, this is so fun. And I just, keep going. Yeah. But you're only there. as good as your tools. So when you give us good tools, we feel successful because we, we can
1: be. So I love it. Yeah. So that's, that's true. Um, you can do a lot with your hands, but when you have the right tools, it just makes things so much easier. The arc tools you're talking about, those are part of that sweet elite line. And it's just, I do a lot of little figure mod- modeling, like critters or people, things like that. And s- so I would always use a cake decorating tip to make a smile, like a round yeah. hole to make a smile on their face. But I'd always get like this, almost, you could see the whole circle in some parts because I wouldn't <laughs> emboss it quite right. So um, that's, I created those art tools and that helps with that.
0: I think it's great. You have one that almost looks like a long, skinny oval, but it's just half the oval. I think you did yes. the porcupine. Was it a porcupine. Oh, right, right. Yep. I, I fell in love with that one. I'm getting ready to order it because I was just like, oh, <laughs> that's so cool. You know? yeah (laughs) so just kind of expand here and go into fondant I love fondant I don't get a chance to play with it as often as I can but that's one reason that I love you is because you don't just stick to royal icing in your books and stuff you show how to do things with different you know I guess toppings for your cookies and I just think that's I think I think we need that because there are people that are really are not comfortable with royal icing
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And when I teach my classes, I try to touch on a little bit of the royal royal icing and the rolled fondant. And the class is always divided. There's some who love the fondant and there's some that love the royal icing. And, you know, and it does take a little bit to master holding that piping bag with royal icing and not getting it all over your hands and, you know, finding out tips, how to make a clean outline and that type of thing. So um, some people just really love the cleanness of fondant as far as literally clean it's it doesn't yeah. make such a mess it's like
0: royal and it's icing does. fast i mean you can you can finish something like you said instant gratification you can finish it so fast i i absolutely love that well i also wanted to talk to you too i'm looking at my notes here sorry because my memory is like crazy today um you have something on your supply thing that's called um is it cookie cutter texture sheets
1: yeah, those have been around for many years. And basically what well,
0: I just found, them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> basically what it is, it's a cookie cutter that comes in a set with coordinating texture sheets. So if you need to make a whole bunch of wedding cakes, it's got the design and everything on it and the pattern on it so that all you do is roll out your fondant, cut it, your pattern's already done and you stick it on your cookie. And awesome. um, yeah, it's it's great to hear from people who have said, oh my gosh, goodness, you've saved me so much time when I had to make 300 wedding cakes or, you know, for party favors. And uh, another one that's really popular is the sports ball, trying to make a soccer to get all those little hexagon or whatever shape yes. that is perfect. <laughs> and so the texture mat does that for you. And I do I use a it. lot of combination with um, going back to decorating. I love to use rolled fondant accents on my royal icing cookies or vice versa I like to you know do piping on top of rolled fondant so it's fun to to be able to play with both media and um you know work with both ways when selecting projects and things like that
0: Yeah it really makes your cookies and stuff stand out because they're just not so flat looking when you put rolled fondant on there like you said a little flower something, I mean that's just what takes it to the yeah. next level it's beautiful
1: and it's easy it's
0: beautiful. And yeah, easy. I'm all for easy, you know. And so I just bought the snowman texture mat. So I can't wait for it to get okay. here. It should be here by the time this podcast airs. And so I can't wait. So you guys will I'll put the link below and also you'll probably find a snowman tutorial somewhere on the blogs. So. <laughs> awesome. I'll watch for that. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I just it just really captured my heart. Well, I, I first met you at cookie con. What was it two years ago? I guess I, think it's the first so, time yeah. I actually saw you. And I just immediately just thought this woman is so nice and so sweet. I just love her. I called a couple cookie friends and I'm like, she is just so nice and so down to earth. And you know, when you meet people, you're just never sure you never know. And so yeah. I think we connected that first cookie con. Yes, for sure. And then this Cookie Con, the, when I saw you, this past one, in this is 2017, isn't it? <laughs> so <laughs> when I saw you, you asked me th- um, about a special project. And I was so flattered that you asked me to
1: participate in this. Do you want to tell us a little bit about this project? Sure. And touching on Cookie Con, it's, um, it's my favorite show to go to. Um, I've been too. invited to go, but just... I never could go. And so I finally said, okay, this year, I'm going to go the first year. I went, I'm going to this year, I'm going to make it. And then I was just, I thought, I can't miss this anymore. I'm going to go for sure. And, and I'm, I'm a little bit of an introvert. And so I'm always shy to, I mean, I can teach a class and I love teaching and I'm easy to talk to. And I love talking to people, but I am really shy when it comes to meeting people so I was a little awestruck seeing you because you have your oh, blog wow. and your book and you I think your book had just come out you have an animal cookie book yeah. and I'm like I didn't bring my books and I should have had people you know <laughs> write me a little message in there But well, I um, think we connected because we both have animal
0: books animal yes, cookie books right. and that Real. was just
1: like an instant bond for me you know yeah and but when I I would say over the past five to seven years um so kind of in my late 30s I just would start opening up and I've always been really shy and like I said introverted I don't think I have a problem or anything but I think it's like a fear of rejection a fear of meeting someone and they're just going to say like why are you talking you know just kind of an insecure <laughs> so um I've been since I've been trying to out you know get outside my comfort zone I have just Met so many cool people. And and so that's one thing I've learned when I go to these shows. I'm not going to be shy. I'm not going to sit back. I'm going to go up and introduce myself and say, hey, you know, I really admire what you do. And in doing that, I have gained so many friends. And and really, not only for friends, but the business opportunities that have come from that. And one of them was this cookie cutter set you're talking about. Yes. And And I was like, again, I'm really shy. I'm going to go talk to, you know... Ann and Callie and, you know, all these people that I've followed and admire and see if they'd be interested in doing this project. And my goal was to get 15. And I thought, surely some will say no. But every one of them said yes. Yeah. So then I had more than I had planned because I had <laughs> planned on a couple saying. So um, I went in thinking I'm going to ask, if, you know, 15 to 18 people. And of that, um, everybody said yes. Yeah. So I, I was thrilled. Um, But what it is, it's basically a cookie cutter set that has, and I did a theme of animals because I thought that's really anyone can do that. And I asked all these designers, you included, to create a cutter of an animal that's different or you may not have seen or something that you think would be cute. And then we're going to put them in a kit along with a little booklet that tells about the designer and um, then all the net profits from this will go to a charity. And I wasn't sure what charity I wanted to do at the time. There's, um, I knew I wanted it to be something in the baking industry or something that touches people. And there, the cookie people, I cannot believe all the giving that they do. The cake people do a lot too, but the cookie people, it's like everybody's doing something for someone. Whether it's just giving your next door neighbor's cookies when they're ill um, or you know, all the way to whatever. And I thought, I really want to be a part of something. We all are fortunate in this country. And so, um, some of us more fortunate than others. And I thought, well, what can I do? And, you know, time, that's one of my biggest pet peeves when people say, I just don't have time to do that because I think we can all make time if we truly want to do something, I agree. but, but time really is limited. So what can we do, um, as a group? And so I thought this cookie cutter set would be a great thing. So I talked to all these designers, and they were all on board, real excited about it. And when I was talking to Ann York, she said, Oh, well, you should meet my friend Bernie. And I'm like, Okay, who's Bernie? And she said, Well, she runs this organization based in India, um, which helps impoverished women there. And I said, Okay, well, that sounds good. And after learning more about it, I thought, that's what I want to do. This is just the perfect. And it's just funny how all things come together. This yeah. little thought I had just came together within really a day or two. Um, so it, it's just really exciting. And I can't wait for them to be done in here so I can get them on the market and start sharing all these cool cutters that um, all these artists have done.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be great. I met Bernie at CookieCon as well, and I didn't know that much about her. When I met her, there was a ton of people around. Well, then when I announced that I was doing The Power of Cookie cookies, people kept saying, you've got to meet Bernie. You've got to meet Bernie. So I sent her, bless her heart, (laughs) I sent her a a note through Facebook, a message, and asked her if she would be on the power of a cookie. Well, as I looked at her Facebook page, when she went back to India, they had floods. It was right after the hurricane in Texas. And so, you know, I think I saw her, don't quote me on this because sometimes I get fuzzy, but I think I saw her on the back of a truck going down the street with water. Oh my goodness. Every Um. My and I thought, oh, and I just sent that asking her to be on here. So I let it go. I thought if she answers, this will be great. If not, I'll try again later. But if you all want to hear Bernie and more about, you know, tender, tender hands, you guys need to go listen to podcast number five, because I mean, I'm telling you what Bernie and her husband do are, it, I've just got goosebumps sitting here thinking about it. They That's take, amazing. yeah, they take like four to six women at a time. They have a bakery called. Called Spring Street Bakery, and then they have Tender Hands. And what they do is they'll take six, four to six women, and they bring them into the bakery, and she teaches them everything. They may not know anything about cookies or cakes, and she teaches them step by step how to do things and what to do. Then, if they want, she takes them over to Spring Street Bakery and they work there. You know, they have jobs. So I strongly encourage you to listen to, you know, her story. And they always need things like, you know, cookie cutters or parchment paper or whatever. There's a list that is on her podcast page that will tell like, what does $20 buy? What does $30, you know, how do you, how you can support them? You don't have to have a million dollars. And one thing that Bernie said, and it It's it's one of my favorite quotes. She said, don't think you're too small to make a big difference.
1: That's so true. true. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you have $10, give them $10. You know, it's really going to change women's lives. And so seriously, please go listen to it. So when you told me that that's where, you know, the charity that you were going to support through these cookie cutters, I was totally on board. It was like, like you said, things just came together in a matter of just two days, you know. So I'm really, really impressed with her. I'm impressed with you. And I am so glad that we are doing this together as, you know, a cookie community. Yeah, with. it'll be a great project. I can't wait to see it done. I can't wait to get my hands on the cookie cutters because I've seen the designs and wow, I mean, people did not upset I mean, or not disappoint. I mean, it is like, yeah. yeah, super, super fun. Where can we purchase these
1: cookie cutters? Um, well, they're expected in... I think early December, maybe late November, um, and you can, you'll be able to buy them at Country Kitchen, of course, and I'm sure Flower Box Bakery will carry it, which is Ann's um, business, and other small independent retailers. Um, you can also buy it on Amazon. Um, so yeah, there'll be all kinds of places you can buy it.
0: Oh, I can't wait. And I can't wait to see when all the decorators that, you know, were involved, get their hands on the other people's cookie cutters. And I can't wait to see what you guys out there that are listening to this podcast. I can't wait to see what you guys do, because every time I go on Facebook or Instagram or wherever, you guys totally blow my mind. You guys are good. (laughs) I know. It's amazing. It's just the level of decorating now. It's just unbelievable. I know me and Marianne Rollins, you know, the cookie artist, and we're talking like, you know, when we had cookie camp here and we were all just like, I mean, so in each other's space trying to learn, <laughs> how did you do that? What did you, how do you pipe, you know? And Marianne said, that's where she learned about the, um, you know, the plastic wrap where she could wrap up her icing and then put it right. in, I mean, just things like that. We totally blew each other away and we had the best time and now thanks to Karen and Mike I mean it's on such a larger scale now and you get to meet people from all over the world I mean cookie con is the place
1: yeah and there's always so much to learn you can never stop learning it's just in the in the levels like I said and meeting the people I had a um one of the gals I met I was just so impressed uh, her name's Tammy I don't want to mess up her last name because I you know, you, you know how to see it on the computer, but to see it, so, but Tammy Trahan from um, New Orleans. And she was, I told her, I share her story all the time. So she's not gonna be surprised if she's listening and hears this. But, okay, good. <laughs> but um, she said, Oh, yeah, I've been decorating a year or two. And then I saw her cookies. And I'm like, what? How, how in the world have you really been decorating a year or two? Um, the talent that she has, she can paint and, and just do amazing things. She does a lot of fondant too, makes her own molds and um, but just amazing. In fact, I think she won a, a couple of awards at the cookie con ceremony. Um, but she's, it's just amazing that whether you've done it for 30 years or three years or three months, you know, if you have it, you've got it. And if you don't, you'll get it if you practice. But, um, it's, it's really fun to see all the the talent at cookie con. It's, it's just amazing.
0: And I think that's why I love cookies so much is because, you know, people that have never even held a piping bag will come over and if I, you know, if I'm working on a project, I'll have cookies and icing there and they're like, can I decorate one? I don't know what I'm doing. And, you know, they'll hold the bag wrong and I'm like, let me just give you a real quick, you know, hold the bag like this mm-hmm. and, you know, just hold it away from the cookie. Don't put it on the cookie. And within like three seconds, they go from trying to push it like a paintbrush to literally piping. And I just, I love seeing that because it's skills. You can learn how to do it. So you don't have to be born with something special. If you pay attention and watch videos, which there are a million videos on YouTube, I mean, you
1: can learn how to do this. That's right. And teaching is my favorite passion. It's, I mean, if I had to choose one thing that I would have to keep with if everything else was gone, it would be the teaching, whether it's through classes or the books. I, there's just such gratification when people come up to you and and tell you how much it means to them that they learn from you. And a lot of them are way beyond what I do, and to to hear that from them, well, I started with you, and that just you know it makes it makes my day or week. You know when people say things like that to me, so I love to teach.
0: Well, and it's like like I told Callie, you know, can you imagine how many women and men that you have touched, like showing them what to do, you've probably helped moms stay at home and make a little extra money for Christmas or birthdays for their kids or just make them, you know, like you said, I mean, go give the mailman a cookie and watch their face, you know, light up or, or teachers or whatever. I mean, it's just cookies and you don't have to invest a thousand dollars in a cake. That's right. A cookie is cheap. You know, you can make (laughs) it for cheap and really make somebody's week. I mean, you really can. Do that. Yep, that is true. Okay, so um I usually ask people, is there anything you would like to share? And I know I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> is there anything that you would like to share with the cookie community or the cake community or anything? Because there's so much that we get in our minds and hold on to. Do you just have something that we can take with us? Oh boy, um, that is
1: pressure. Um I, yeah, I just lots of pressure. <laughs> I just like what you were saying about learning. You can, um, you know, if if you don't pick it up right away, don't get discouraged because you will get it eventually. And if you're, you're having troubles with one part of it, whether it's the piping or getting straight lines or your consistency or whatever it is, do a Google search or go to some of your favorite bloggers and go to Lisa's page and she's going to oh. tell you exactly what you need to do to make your cookies look perfect or to improve um and the craftsy classes are another great um way to go because you can interact with the teachers and and you can ask them personally and and i'm sure on blogs you can answer their questions as well yeah so um but yeah i just encourage if you if you feel like maybe you're not quite made to be cookie decorating then um don't give up keep trying
0: and like we talked about, too, if, if royal icing is not your thing, there's glaze, there's rolled fondant. I mean, you can if you can get a, you know, a layer of royal icing on there, then you can paint the cookie. I mean, there's so many different yes. things that you can do with cookies. So I'm like you. I, I have a poster. Never give up. And with cookies, never give up. You guys can make anything that you want.
1: That's right. And and back to the painting, you can do it on rolled fondant too. So again, if you can't master that, or if you're, it's not your thing, then paint on rolled fondant. You know, great.
0: I haven't done that yet. I think I need to. You're my
1: inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. It's <laughs> I think easy. I'll try. <laughs> it, the, the key is just not have a lot of liquid. Well, just like, you know, you don't want yeah. a lot of liquid with the royal icing because it dissolves the sugar, but does the same thing with rolled fondant. Just so just paint away, and that is
0: incredible. Well, thank you so much, Autumn, for being here. Like I said, you're you're such a sweet person, and I'm so glad that I know you. I mean, you can come back anytime that you want. We would love to have you. Well, <laughs> so, you're not
1: you're not far from me, so I may have to take a trip down to Tennessee soon.
0: You know, and when I come to CookieCon in Indiana,
1: um, oh my goodness, I'm you're so somewhere
0: in the state yes, of Indiana. Yep. We all know where Country Kitchen Sweetheart is. I may pop in your shop one day and yep, <laughs> see what goodies north. you are. So. so that's exciting. Are you planning on going to CookieCon twenty oh, yeah, eighteen? For sure. Okay, no awesome. question. I'm looking awesome. forward to it. Me too. I I can't wait to see. I don't think I'm gonna do anything though this year. I've always, you know, tried oh, to do something when I'm there. And I think I'm just gonna be, you know, somebody in the crowd to just hang out and watch and learn and, you know, just meet new cookie friends because that's my favorite part is just
1: meeting all the people. Yes. that is so true. And and when you're working it's hard and teaching it's hard to really get around and being a speaker, keynote know, speaker, it's hard yeah. to
0: <laughs> get around. Well <laughs> I actually got a thrill this year too. I love Josh on Man About Cake. Yes. And he was there and I swear I think I stalked that man. I really Isn't do. He's so, the sweetest guy. He, he is, is so nice. He, I was watching all those cakes he makes on YouTube, and I swear he just—I think if you throw something at him, some idea, he can whip it right into a cake. I, hear, I mean, yeah.
1: yes, I agree. He is good.
0: Yeah, he is good. Okay, well, you guys keep in mind that you can—you're going to be able to buy the cookie cutters for Tender Hands Charity, and you guys can get those. Uh, Autumn said at the end of November or the beginning of December, so be sure to get that. You are supporting an awesome charity when you do that, and. See Seriously, after you listen to Bernie's podcast, you'll understand what they do with it and how lives get changed. So Autumn, thank you so much for doing this and thank you for being here. And I can't wait to talk to you again sometime. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the Power of a Cookie podcast at thebarefootbaker.com.